Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Show. Chris Ann Hall here with J.C. Hall, where we are, excuse me. Choking. Choking. <coughs> liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Take a drink. Take a drink. Do you remember when Marco Rubio got in trouble? for pausing during a speech during one of the presidential baits for taking a drink of water. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. I don't want to get in trouble for pausing to take a drink. <laughs> People are dumb. Yeah. You know, that should be the theme for the, the, the title for the show today. But anyway, thank you for joining us. We I missed you on Monday. Sorry, we got uh, overwhelmed with business in the background, but happy to be here with you today. And we're going to be talking about the State of the Union address today, because I know historically I like to go over them after the fact with you, just a little highlights, you know, the mountaintop stuff. And what was funny was last night I was watching the State of the Union after it happened, like I usually do. I don't like watching it when it happens because it feels like you're trapped in the train wreck. I like watching it afterwards where I can go forward, fast forward, rewind, you know, and listen to it. And I was listening to it and JC was listening to me listening to it. And <laughs> oh my goodness, I kept rewinding and I was like, what? And then he would hear me rewind and go, what? And he would be like, what? And the whole thing was just absolutely hilarious. I think the first thing. I don't think that's a good word for it. No, you have to laugh, JC. You have to laugh because if you don't laugh, you seriously, seriously will cry. And I think the first thing that got your attention was when Biden said Putin may circle Kiev with tanks, but he'll never gain the hearts and souls of the Iranian people. Yeah. I mean, we ha I had to rewind that because I thought maybe he just had a mumble moment and he meant, and he actually said Ukrainian people, and it kind of sounded like Iranian people. He actually said Iranian he, people. He either said Iranian or Uran Uranian. 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 Like no. he started to say uranium, and in the middle he realized that's probably Ukrainian, and then he tried to fix it halfway through, and then just move on. <laughs> What's well, always funny, he says the stupid stuff, and he gets tripped up, and he says the stupid stuff. Those times that it ought to be obvious to anyone, including yeah. him, if, 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 if your brain was functioning and you just go back and correct yourself. Right, exactly. So many times he never even corrects it. He just says some incomprehensible word salad and just moves on <laughs> and like looks at people like they should have understood. Right. Like he has the, no concept. gibberish that just came out of his mouth. You just tweeted, you just posted this on Instagram two hours ago. To call the entire U.S. government a circus clown show is degrading to clowns everywhere. Yeah, there's, there's almost no words. I, I kept saying clown show. I kept calling this guy a clown and, and this government an utter clown show. And I started to feel bad for clowns. And I hate clowns. Oh, yeah. That's JC has bad. like a clown phobia thing I'm, I'm that losing, happens. We're losing adjectives to describe the extent of the utter buffoonery in this government. Now, I don't mean just Joe Biden. Joe Biden's just like the poster child. But I mean, on down the line there, and I'm talking left, right, top, bottom, whatever. It is a freaking 
train wreck. Right. This government is a train wreck. And yeah. I thought this is where well, I'm that's off. what I said. Me, the State of the Union address. I thought CPAC was another highlight of the clownery mm -hmm. of all the people we're dealing with. I mean, not not all of them, not one hundred percent, but it's it's incredible that like I look at the thing, the two ladies that stood up and called out Biden when he mentioned, you know, soldiers breathing in toxic fumes, dying, whatever, and they go to thirteen, you know, thirteen soldiers that died because of him. Uh, and I thought to myself, okay, two. Two people, the two ladies stand up, have have the gonads to say something. I mean, it, what a freaking clown show. And I know we got our guy Byron Donalds is there sitting. He was right beside Lauren, I think. Um, but outside of that, I mean, I, it's like I don't even have to use all my fingers to count who's worth anything yeah. in D.C. on on either side of the aisle. It This government is a disaster and biden's like the cherry on top biden and pelosi and kamala are like the three <sighs> cherries on top it, it's like crazy the like, mountaintop you, you, you of have crazy you know they're, they're they're the they're the peak of mount crazy well you have Just, a banana split you know typically with a banana split you have three scoops of ice cream so yeah. there could technically be three cherries yeah, on it's a three top. ring circus. Yes, so you have three. Pelosi, By the Kamala, way, I just looked up the word Biden. buffoonery, and I don't really think buffoonery is a strong enough word because it it's like That's hilarity. I, but I do like an additional adjective where you say things, and, and I learned this from a Disney movie, from a Pixar movie, actually, of elephantine proportions. That that must be used more often in more places of elephantine proportions. This this president, I mean, hands down, he's like the Michael Jordan of buffoons of American presidents. Yeah, like he, his, there has he, to be a better word for buffoon because buffoon actually category. has a positive connotation when you look it up. I, I, don't, I don't I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I don't know what that's positive about the president being a buffoon. Yeah, he he is an absolute. Oh, I'm just saying the word buffoon is is, is is a joyful idiot. word, actually, when you look up the dictionary. Definition it's insane. It. Now, do I yeah. think he got 80 million votes? No, not not in the slightest. No. But nevertheless, he still got there are still tens of millions of people uh, who voted for this guy. Yeah. In America. So as big of an idiot, an abject total village idiot that he is. You have to say there are people that are worse, and that's the pe people who voted for this moron. Yeah. And worse than that, you still find people that are continuing to support oh, and defend here, the lunacy coming out of yeah. this so, brain-dead moron's mouth. Throw up that uh, the first thing Respect about the, the Twitter account, the very first picture of the of Twitter, Mercy, Miss, Miss Liberty first, Mrs. Liberty first. So uh, speaking of Twitter, I want you guys to follow this Twitter account, um, Miss Liberty First, at Liberty First. Miss as in? And Mrs. 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 Liberty First. MRS Liberty First. Um, you will find a picture of Mercy Otis Warren there. Uh, that is going to be a new Twitter account for you to follow from a constitutional and principled perspective cool. following Mercy Otis Warren. Very good. And the next slide that we have up there is one of 
Mercy Otis Warren's tweets that has to do with a Thomas Paine saying that Mercy thought was very appropriate for today, that in all of history, uh, anybody who's paying attention, I'm paraphrasing because I don't see it in front of me, anybody who's paying attention will recognize that um, uh, taxes are not raised to pay for wars, but that wars are raised to pay ta to create taxes. Yeah, and I think you'd probably, you, you, you know, hundreds of years later, if we up, update that uh, to wars are raised to increase the revenue stream uh, through the IMF and World Bank to the banking cartels. Yeah, so that's how you would. Payne says, in reviewing the history, a bystander, not blinded by prejudice, no warped by interest, would declare that taxes were not raised to carry on wars, but that wars were raised to carry on taxes. Yeah. So it does mean him disjustice for me to to actually try to say it off the top of my head because he actually did a much better job than I did. And I think you have to say, yeah, again, today, understand the word taxes in a, in the, in a very broad sense. In a sense of revenue. Right. Well, in a sense of revenue right. to people who run government. Right. Right. If because you think about what the World Bank and IMF does, it, it's, a, it's essentially a tax on the people. Yeah. Right? It's a confiscation of wealth and resources from the, from the masses to redirect to the global elite that they've created. Yeah, and by and the way, this global elite who have for decades been enriched by uh, the deals through the IMF and their so-called private investors uh, have built now the elite global oligarchy who, who make up the World Economic Forum. The World Economic Forum. Those are IMF and World Economic Forum. Those are two things that should be on your study list for today because we are a teach show and not a talk show. And so I would say your assignment today for class on Friday will be to do a little research on IMF and the World Economic Forum and the countries that are involved and then take Thomas Paine's phrase, his, his quote there, and apply those principles to what's happening across the globe. Yeah, it's 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 interesting that just uh, warning, there are some things you can't unsee. Yeah, it's interesting that Russia and Ukraine are both World Economic Forum, IMF, IMF members, and yeah. World Bank members, and all that. I mean, it's funny because and we're bombing Yemen right now, yeah. so that's another and thing Somalia, that's going on. Somalia and, uh, and crickets, by the way, crickets about Rem Yemen and Somalia. A lot Lots, going on yeah. while everybody's looking at we, the two IMF members the fighting each other. The two IMF members and the two non-NATO members. Two non-NATO members fighting each other while the rest of the uh, World Economic Forum members tell you that it's all about NATO. Yeah. Right? If two non-NATO members... Well, and then Biden's whole thing last night was about NATO, NATO, NATO. Well, so it is interesting. Neither one of them are NATO. It is interesting if you think about how the World Bank and I and the banksters through the IMF and World Bank, you know, pass out the loan, the SDRs and the loans mm -hmm. to the country so that they can gain control over the countries. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, the IMF and World Bank just announced this massive loan to the Ukraine. Right. Uh, to you know, help finance their war, and they don't say, you know, like grants or hey, we're going to give you this free money. They say they they say they, say they so use long. the word finance. I was just reading their own website. They use the word finance. Finance means you're going to pay it back. That's what they do to all these countries. The so-called we're going to develop it, and they have their 
it, the money, mm -hmm. right? The, the SDR, uh, which is essentially a, a bank account given to these countries that they can now draw, you know, draw from the create out of thin air money uh, from the IMF, and then it comes with what they call SAPs, the structural whatever they have to. It's all these stipulations. Now you have to do this, this, and this in your country, and they take control of that, and then the countries then spend, you know, decades paying back, servicing the loans back. Right. So it, it's funny. I saw this example of, uh, you remember, what was the thing? Food aid or whatever, the, the big uh, concert and, and all oh, the stuff. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to send all this money to certain countries. I don't remember what countries exactly at the time. It was probably but, Africa. and Yeah, so they're sending the, this, this help to the country. I think it I'm was pretty sure it was Africa. twice. So twice the amount that was raised and sent for this poverty release relief was what was paid in the in servicing their loan. That country's loan. They, in other words, they sent twice as twice as much was taken out of that country, right? In the payment of the to the IMF servicing their loans as was sent to the country from you know the donors or whatever in this big charity drive to fight poverty, mm -hmm. but yet. The, the IMF and World Bank loans, ostensibly the whole purpose is to fight poverty and help lift them right. out of the thing. But what it actually so is, we loan is a money laundering mm -hmm. scheme where they give them this blank check, you know, fantasy fiat bank account. And then they say, all right, now you got to pay this loan back. And they, of course, they pay that back in real goods and controlled natural resources, that sort of thing. And then it's funneled to create these global elites who, as I said, under Klaus Schwab in the 70s, and now all these globalist corporatists now are the creations of this entire money scheme. Because mm -hmm. when when you look at, and you guys can go research this, I'll shut up. Uh, when you look at IMF and, and the, the World Bank and all that, they, they, they talk about how we'll give you these, you know, the SDR and whatnot to encourage the, to encourage private financial investors. So they have their approved right so that's when they send all the cabal and they raise up these global globalists and use this money laundering scheme to have power then to control and shape the world little bonus for your educational dollar there look up imf world economic forum be ready for class on friday uh we do have some videos to show you from the state of the union but there is a it, there's a court watch a legal case that i think that we need to keep our eyeballs on because what's that saying they always say jc bad facts make bad law. Um, this is really something that is going completely unrecognized, and yet it could establish a very huge precedent. And so what we have up there is a uh, Massachusetts judge. Uh, Christian's going to put that article up there for you. A Massachusetts judge who's facing prosecution for blocking, allegedly blocking an ICE Immigration Customs Enforcement arrest in her courtroom. So here's the little bit of background that you need, right? She's a state judge and she and the deputy bailiff allowed this illegal immigrant, not just simply who somebody who was here in the country illegally, but somebody who had been deported and banned for re-entry for criminal actions. She and the deputy bailiff allowed this guy to sneak out the back door 
so that ICE could not arrest him. Wow. Right? So what she said What's was... the name of this judge? Uh, her name, uh, Judge uh, Shelly Joseph. Joseph. She's the Newton District Judge, D Newton District Court Judge, and she's accused of impeding a federal immigration arrest of a defendant in her courtroom. This happened back in 2018. So you know how these things take a really long time. So what the court papers say is that she blocked a U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement agent from detaining a man who fled through the court, fled the court through a rear door. Now, here's where it gets interesting about the precedent, because her lawyer claims that she enjoys immunity as a judge uh, to allow leave. Uh, to allow the guy to leave the courtroom and that prosecution of her is unconstitutional because she has judicial immunity. So uh, we have an issue now where we have a question of judicial immunity, but they're also, JC, bringing in the state slash federal issue. They're saying her lawyers are also pointing out that because of the 10th Amendment, because she's a state judge, that she does not have to assist the feds in facilitating this arrest. Sort of trying to bootstrap the Prince v. U.S. case, only in this case, remember, the uniform rule of naturalization is a delegated power to the federal government. She's actually not, um, not helping them enforce. She's actually impeding the arrest. So here's, here's what it says that, um, uh, let's see. And then you have these other, crazy things. It says the indictment does not allege that Judge Joseph and Deputy McGregor merely declined to enforce federal immigration law. Instead, it alleges that they affirmatively interfered with federal official attempts to enforce federal law. Eating so, and abetting. Yes, but here's the problem, JC. Put on your lawyer hat and realize what happens in precedent, right? Bad facts make bad law. Because the federal government was actually issued the authority through the Constitution to create the uniform rule of naturalization, she didn't have the authority as, an as a check and balance of the state to interfere with that. But if the precedent is set, what they'll say is, Perhaps she could have not enforced it herself, but she doesn't have the authority to interfere with the federal government enforcing it, which will be applied across the board. And the next thing you know, your sheriff is going to be told by the feds, you can't stop our federal agencies from enforcing laws in your county. You can only not enforce it for them. Do you see what I'm saying? 
So if it had been an issue of like the EPA, no due process, an unauthorized power, we would have had a real kind of decision here. But what we could see, the danger of this is the Fed saying blanket, you have to let the feds enforce their laws, whatever they are, and to interfere with their enforcement is quote unquote unconstitutional. So this is a really interesting case to see what's going to happen. I really, really hope that they settle this outside the courtroom so we don't establish some kind of federal supremacist kind of uh, precedents here that will interfere or maybe even be used to discourage our sheriffs for standing up against the federal government you know, in, in the exercise of our rights. Understood. So we want to keep an eye on this one. It's been going since 2018. Um, the federal courts have denied her interlocutory uh, appeal to dismiss the charges. And so we want to keep our eyes open on that one. So what do you say we get to the Biden clips that we have? Sounds good. All right. So. The first one, uh, the first one we have has to do with his statement about building a wall, which was very interesting. So go ahead, Christian, and play that, and we'll talk about it. Just read the teleprompter, bro. Yeah. Well, you know, did you notice, JC, he has this big folder, this big, this big three-ring binder in front of him with pages that are like this thick. We were watching it in class today at the River School of Government, the certain did he parts. Flip, flip the pages? Yeah. Well, the pages are flipped. You know, when they pan back to him from certain the pages get flipped. But you he talks with the camera on him for many, many long minutes, and the pages never move. But when the camera goes away, then he comes back, the pages have moved. So we have absolutely no idea what's actually on the pages. Like somebody underneath the podium or something? I, I don't know. I'm not even going to speculate. We, one of the students said, well, it's probably, you know, his speech in pictures. Right. You know, big pictures. This is your big picture. So they had to keep well, him he's up. He's trying to decipher this. You, they can't build a wall big enough to stop a vaccine virus a virus vaccine, vaccine. You didn't yeah say virus. oh to stop a vaccine virus. no that's true can't build a wall says a vaccine can stop a virus that's what he says at the end you can't build a wall high enough to stop a vaccine no i'm pretty sure i can yeah yeah pretty sure i can but it's one of those moments where you can tell that he totally lost the train of thought and he had I no idea where he was going like what what is going on? You're I just don't reading. I don't think he's reading though. I well, think that is reading. He's certainly not speaking from memory. No, no. But what I mean is, I two think tele, there are two teleprompters right there in front of him. Right. What I'm saying is that I think that as off as the man is, I think he is still a very, very prideful man, 
and he is annoyed at the fact that they keep telling him to read from the prompter and not to to move away from that prompter. So he likes to go off and ad lib, you know, pies, pies, they tell me. He wants he to tell moved. his stories, he right? I don't know where he's at. Yeah, well, that's true, too. And he's just, he's trying to read in his brain. And he said, you can't build a wall high enough for a vaccine to stop a vaccine. To stop a vaccine. I don't even know what that means, JC. Well, I don't think he knows what that means. I don't means. know if he does in that in that clip, but. I saw him, I'm watching him. Clearly he's obviously trying to read the teleprompter and then he closes his eyes. Like he's, I don't know what's going on. He's in the middle of reading, Uh supposedly reading his speech. And then he closes his eyes and and gibberish comes out of his mouth. What? Hey Christian, can you play it one more time? And we'll look at, I think what you're, that's exactly what happens in this case as well. He, He closes, you can see it. We'll look at it down here. But go ahead and. Because you can't build a wall high enough to keep out a a, a vaccine. The vaccine can stop the spread of these diseases. No, I I I watched that part and I uh, thought. Uh, what, what, uh, uh, did something happen to the teleprompter? I know, what, right? What did it have a glitch in the matrix or something? Did it get stuck? Did it go too fast? It could suddenly speed up, and then he didn't know what the word was. He just saw a V. Must, yeah. Must be vaccine, which means you you can't, he can't speak, he can't read and say what he's reading and actually understand and, and know what, he's, what right. he has already said. He's just repeating what... He's like one of the freaking Wheel of Fortune contestants just the other day it was trending on social media that they had uh, another feather in your cap was the was the puzzle and it's like missing two letters and the lady says another feather in your lap in in your map and she has three times she doesn't get this and then there was another one that dude said uh, barking hot dogs i mean this is what it sounds like so like you you can't even what, what are you even dealing with? The dude doesn't even know how, okay, how would you finish this sentence? So he doesn't even know the thought that he's trying <laughs> right. to convey. Right. When you're just reading, a, oh, I saw a V, must be vaccine. And then it's then part of his brain, like the, the three or four brain cells that are functioning kick in into overdrive, and he tries to recover. A vaccine can stop a virus. Which I don't even, you think that was even on there? Was that even on? Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I don't even think. I think he goes off on tangents and ad libs. Well, here's the thing. Even when he was reading the script successfully, I don't Mm -hmm. know if anybody, nobody's talking about this, right? We're talking about the flubs from Joe Biden. What about the moments that he actually read the speech correctly? Did it not sound to anyone else like like a third grader wrote this speech? When, when it was I think going that, I well, think, it sounded idiotic. I think that like, quite often this? with his speeches that he gives, I, I don't understand what's happening in the speech writing, <laughs> which, which, you know, then sort of sparks my brain to think, are they trying to really substantiate how incompetent that he is? So I, after midterms, they can get rid of him. But then you have, no, what do you, you have? Seeing, like, but you remember seeing the Democratic Socialists 
of America, the convention. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the kind of people oh, you're dealing yeah. with. So you literally Please wave have, your hand. No, you literally so you... have a room full of 20 people just kind of trying to put it together. And and then somebody in the room, you know, it's it's too the word's too big for them. Yeah. And yeah. well let's let's and they tone it down. And by the time he gets to the by the time the speech gets to the public, not the way he reads it, but when he's reading it successfully, when you literally hear what the speech actually says. It's like on a third grade level. It sounds like a bunch of freaking illiterate doofuses mm -hmm. wrote the speech anyway. There was right. one part where he, he, they, he said something. There was one line. I don't think I have this clip, but he says um, some such and such thing. They call they call it this thing. It, it was some economic term. It, you know, these people call it this. I call it building back better or some, something like yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, it, and you could tell it was a moment where the conglomerate, you know, the, the Democrat socialist uh, think tank when they were writing the speech. Oh, this is this is going to be a cheering moment. You you feel like right, that right, was the right, spot. Right. And I call it build back. And there was this kind of confusion around the room. Well, there, there was, was probably a thing in the script. Pause for applause. No, right? So knew. you just know the speech was so stupid. And then combined with his inept delivery, even Nancy Pelosi and Schumer and all they don't even know when they're supposed to clap. They don't even know what's going okay. on. And half so, of them are asleep, literally sleeping in the If gallery. you look at the, well, Kamala Harris is clearly stoned. She's stoned. Pelosi's She's drunk. drunk. Biden's a moron. Right. So it's, it's just a crazy thing to watch. And every once in a while... Kamala checks in and she, you you see her eyes shift, especially yeah, when Biden, especially when Biden starts to trail off somewhere. She starts looking around like, <laughs> where is he going with this? She's is it standing. time for me to stand how, up? How I don't know I what get, I'm supposed yeah, to do. How and How do I idiot. do this? Right. So speaking of the next. So the next video is actually, I think this one gets my vote of the most bizarre thing oh. I witnessed in the State of the Union address. I am telling you, it is like scary, yeah, what is scary, terrifying, bizarre, weird, crazy, <laughs> I don't even know, almost demonic, right? So go ahead, Christian, play that video of what the heck Nancy Pelosi's doing. Afghans have faced many dangers. One being stationed at bases, breathing in toxic smoke from burn pits. What, what, what the heck? Against the doing. Go ahead, let it play again. You, you've got to see this. You've got to see this. What the heck is she doing? One being stationed what at is bases, that glee? What is that joy? Smoke from burn pits. Why are they clapping about burn pits, guys? She's like, she stands up. I mean, that's not even a response that's appropriate in a State of the Union address, right? Much less when he's talking about people breathing toxic fumes in burn pits. I... She's like, this is like glee. This is like excitement. And and then you have you have Kamala Harris sitting there like. What is what is what is what is she doing? I'm not Nodding. looking. I'm not looking at her. I can't look at her. I mean, seriously, how? 
I, I don't know. What are these people on, Jason? No, I want to know what mental health facility did the Democrats empty out to get these folks I, in I just, seriously, Lunatic. guys, how, how even as a media, right, orange man bad, evil, you know, tweets, uh, mean tweets all over the stinking place. And you have crickets up. I mean, this should be like on a loop. No, these people are. This deranged. should be on a loop. Yeah. I mean, I don't know you. And then think about that. That is the succession of power in America. <laughs> that is the succession of power in America. If something happens to Biden, you get <laughs> Kamala Harris, who who should be in a Cheech and Chong freaking movie. Right. Right. And then if she's too stoned to get out of bed one yeah. day, you, you get Bernie's. You get no, no. At least Weekend at Bernie's had the decency to be dead. <laughs> okay. Nancy Pelosi. I don't know what demonic possession is taking over her body, but to be our Nancy while drunk. Don't be Nancy do, while drunk. No, drunk people don't act like that. <laughs> Drunk people do not act like she, I am having she, glee over people dread, drink, uh, breathing toxic fumes from a burn pit. I think there's some, and the what about the audience clapping? Yeah, that's what I. I like. just what it was Twilight Zone. How is that? That a, is the most bizarre Twilight Zone movie moment in the entire State of the Union address. How is that a clapping moment? I I don't know. Soldiers are dying from breathing in toxic fumes. What does that mean? Does somebody like, did somebody have a hiccup and hit the applause button God, and, I, and the happening? audience saw the applause button or I, I, something? At that moment, I'm going, okay. what just happened? Okay. I don't know. That's what, like that. Did I miss something? That, what did they just that, clap for? That, mo that news reporter who's talking about the kids be, the little girl being inappropriately touched and in the corner, right. you have the picture Joe of Joe Biden's State of the Union address. Oops. Um, somebody obviously oopses that, right? But yeah, who oops the clap cue? Okay, and I can get over the oops of the clap cue, but I cannot get over the glee. I'm telling you, glee of Nancy yeah. Pelosi's stand. Just yeah, that whole. I don't. Moment, I don't even. Just she's just, doing whatever that is, and then I don't even know Democrats what that is. Clap, and the statement that was made is something like "soldiers dying by inhaling toxic fumes." You know, this is the kind of stuff, JC, this is the kind of stuff that drives conspiracy theorists in the whole, they're been in the back room chanting demonic chants, and all of a sudden they all had this, this moment where they remembered something, they chanted in the back room together, you know, we're having this war so we can kill people, you know, I mean, it's just... I don't even know. I didn't even know how you even, how do you even be a Democrat? Right. How do you even be a Democrat? That's what I was going to say. I mean, if and just, if, if I'm and a these Republican, are your, these are your people. Okay. If, if these I'm, are your people. If I'm a Republican, these are Republicans and, and the Republican guy just said, uh, soldiers are dying by the handling toxic smoke. And the Republican speaker of the house goes, and then the Republicans go, I want to be like, let Ew. me send an email, make a phone call. What the heck, guys? What, what is going on? What was that? Ew. Can somebody please explain to me, what were you guys cheering? I mean, if that was Ew. my whole party, no. I wouldn't want to know what 
the hell is going on with you people? It just feels nasty. But it just feels nasty. I don't even know how to put my fingers on it. I it's haven't just... watched all the reaction on oh. the MSM, but oh, no. I imagine they're Crickets. probably defending or no. somehow explaining it in a way. Uh, ignoring I... it. <sighs> ignoring so it. So they want to pretend to be objective. We're not biased. I mean, if you're if you're not complete sold out raving lunatics, like the view, the panel on the view. You want to prove that you're not just complete, raving, insane hacks. Then you would oh. probably no, say on your show, I, I don't know what our party was doing. Deep fake. That was it didn't really happen. That was a deep fake. <laughs> deep fake. A live there, deep There was fake. no speech. There was no speech. There is so no So here's the last thing that I want to show you from the State of the Union. We have two videos to show you. Uh, and this is the one that I actually posted about because I couldn't even post about that one about Nancy. I just, it's too bizarre. So go ahead, Christian, play the very first clip and listen, listen very closely to what he says. Don't forget to stop it at the stopping point there. Previous administration not only ballooned the deficit with those tax cuts for the very wealthy corporations, it undermined the watchdogs the job of those to keep pandemic relief funds being wasted. Remember we had those debates about whether or not those watchdogs should be able to see every day how much money was being spent, where was it going to the right place? But in my administration, the watchdogs are back. So I want to point to another cheer moment, another cheer moment. The watchdogs are back. Notice how he said, you remember the debate we had about whether we should be watching. You always talk about JC. He's talking about the IRS, mm -hmm. the IRS tracking $600 transactions in your bank. That big debate. It, 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 it was a firestorm across the United States with the conservatives and 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 the liberty people going, what the heck? The IRS now tracking six hundred dollars yeah, in track in in our transactions. Remember when Democrats pretended to be civil libertarians? Remember way back when? Yeah. Where no. they were concerned with civil civil liberties and the government spying? Yeah. On them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, now it's. Eh. Like yeah. Biden says, we're going to establish George Orwell 1984 Ministry of Truth. Yeah! Seriously. And he's like, the watchdogs. Did you see the joy? The watchdogs are back, right? We're really. Do you, remember do, when, dog, do you remember when the stupid people were upset because we were going to have the IRS watching their every transaction in the banks. Do you remember when the stupid people got upset about that? Well, guess what? Now, now, you know, those stupid people, all those patriots that don't want you to watch their $600 transactions. Uh, guess what? Now we are watchdogs. We're coming after them because we're going to watch for fraud, right? We have to watch for criminal activity. Go ahead and play the next one. Because this is where it comes to. Because tonight I'm announcing that the Justice Department will soon name a chief prosecutor for pandemic fraud. <laughs> Woo! Right? Woo! You have a new Department of Justice division, guys. The PPP Thank Police. You Thank you. By the end of this you can year, stop. the depths will be... Well, the PPP police. See what happens. Right, right. Well, but here's the thing, right? Because now 
this is once again where I have to say I hate being right, but I don't want to say I told you so. But all the businesses and all the churches who took PPP money, the PPP police are now going to be up your backside looking at your books. And here's the thing, guys. You will comply with every demand of the federal government, every agency of the federal government, or your PPP will be revoked and you will have to pay it all back. It's in the fine print. Plus penalties. It's in the fine print. When they give it to you, if they find that you have not appropriately used it, what is appropriate? Whatever. How do you define appropriate? Whatever they decide. JC, the the definition of appropriate is not in the documents they signed. Right. So you're absolutely right. Whatever the federal government deems as inappropriate, we've already seen it here in Florida. The feds came after a business who took $75,000 of PPP money and demanded they pay it all back because they didn't like how the restaurant did tips. Mm Mm-hmm. They did not like how the restaurant did tips. They, The restaurant said if a waitress gets a tip, they get to get a, keep the tip. The Fed said, no, 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 you need to have a tipping pool so that all the tips go into pool and you distribute them equally among oh, wow. the staff. That's, a, that's the same way the IMF works with, in the World Bank. They give you the money and then you have to meet all these stipulations of how yeah. they tell you to manage your resources, to run your company, yeah. to form your government, who... Who goes where? So either you engage in tip pooling, as the F-Fed say you do, or you have to pay back the $75,000, this is in the fine print, all at once, plus penalties. Because you're not using the money appropriately. What does tip money have to do with PPP money? Not a stinking thing. But it's now up to the government. Churches, you've got to do these gay marriages. You've got to marry these gay people. You've got to do this transgender service. You've got to change your preaching. You can't talk what the Bible says about homosexuality. You've got to preach social justice. Oh, I'm sorry you don't want to. You're not appropriately using the PPP money, right? Because the PPP money is what we gave you. If you're not preaching what we tell you to preach, then you're using the PPP money inappropriately in your church. And now you have to pay back. Your church has to pay it all back all at once. It's in the fine print plus penalties. This is why I got into an argument with a very prominent Christian lawyer, activist, who told me, oh no, our lawyers have read the PPP. There's no no way that they come back after the churches. It's a forgiveness thing. It's not something they have to pay back. So it's not actually a loan. It's a grant. They can't pay it. They don't have to pay it back. I said, look, I don't care what your lawyer said. They're obviously not reading the fine print because the fine print is very clear if the government deems you're inappropriately using the money. And guess what, JC? The fine print says we have, the feds have the right to come in and audit all your books, not just the ones the PPP touched, all your books to determine whether the money is being appropriately used. So I post this on Instagram. I post it on Facebook. Do you know I had pastors all over the country freaking out now? What do you mean? We have a letter from the feds saying it's forgiven. We don't have to pay it back. Hello? 
Nothing is free from the government and forgiveness is not what you get from the government. It's what you get from Jesus. Okay. Government doesn't give forgiveness. Only Jesus gives forgiveness. And the fine print says they can audit your books if they don't like how you're spending the money. And then the forgiveness turns into a payback plus penalties. Maybe you should stop listening to these lawyers that are more worried about donors and funding and support of the churches to say things that the churches want to hear and start listening to the lawyers who actually love you, love the church, and want to protect the church from this kind of intrusion. You know, JC, I would love to see some pastors actually teaching what separation of church and state actually means well, more that it story, means you don't let the government into your church don't take the government's p don't take the government's p so churches here's what you're gonna have to do businesses here's what you're gonna have to do get your checkbook out you're gonna have to pay back everything they gave you immediately you have you have you have three options Pay back everything now before they come after you. Two, do whatever they tell you to do. Whatever, because that's what it is. It's complete control. Or three, you have to be willing to refuse to comply without giving back the money and be willing to stand regardless of the consequences. To that point, you're a thief. Prison. Yeah. So either the Lord sets you up a prison ministry, breaks you out, <laughs> or maybe you should go fishing and look for a $75,000 fish. Oh, people took millions. What are you talking yeah. about? $75,000. I was just saying millions. Churches, not people. Churches took millions. And now they come to me freaking out. What do we have to do, Chris Ann? We should have listened to you. Well, that's what you have to do. You should have listened to me. You should have listened to me. And I, you know, when I say things like that, it makes it sound like Chris Ann is all, you know, all high and mighty, all bragging, superior. No, I'm just trying to tell you there are people who love you and there are people who want to profit from you. I don't want any profit from you. I want the kingdom of God to be free from government entanglement. That's what I want. And now here we are. Here, here we, we are. are. Once again. So all the churches that took PPP to stay open who actually did try to reopen after the pandemic, your days are numbered, guys, unless you do exactly what the federal government and these Marxists driven by all these crazy fringe groups tell you to do. That's it. Bottom line. Can't help you now. Well, you get to choose new rulers soon. Yeah. You can hope for that. Yeah, well, you come up in, in if you know, Texas, we had a, oh, hey, Christian, didn't we, we just had a, um, uh, a new episode of Wake Up that's on, I'm back, on, we're back on YouTube, by the way, a new episode of Wake Up, uh, our periodic short term, our little short clip episodes on single topics. Uh, what episode was that, Christian? Do you remember? Was that seven? Episode seven. Because primary started, JC, I gave 
the lesson on the fact that political parties are corporate entities and that the primaries are private corporate clubs electing their representatives that go to the general elections. And so if you're interested in learning more, the unbiased truth about political parties, what you need to know before primaries, then you can go to YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, it'll be on Instagram uh, in a little bit. And it's on Rumble and Twitch and DLive as well. 20 minutes. And you get the whole lowdown on primaries and political parties. Well, I think that's all for today, JC. Alrighty. Are you sufficiently satisfied? Uh, with what? I don't know. <laughs> you have to be more specific. Well, I want to thank you guys for joining us. Remember, like and share. Study with us at libertyfirstsociety.com so you can be the smartest person in the room. Train your children up with libertyfirstsociety.com so they can be smarter than their teachers. Unless, of course, you're their teacher. Also, make sure that you comment below. When you comment below, it helps spread the show and helps encourage other, people's to other people to watch. See how I did that? I made a mistake. I went back and corrected myself. What's that in Edmonds there about us to do it? You can't build a wall high enough to finish Shenakarapa. All right. Thank you, guys. God bless, and we'll see you next time. We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain alienable rights. We have a power. And we've raised a spoiled brat representative government that needs to be taken to the woodshed. Are you satisfied with the government that owns you? There are churches who refuse to allow us to use their facilities to teach. Unspoken or even sometimes spoken rule that religion and politics don't mix. You wouldn't dare speak out against the government or somehow resist. Christians have to be involved in politics. God commands it. Every turn of event through history hinged one person will stand up upon a single person and then everybody else will stand a gym member surrounded by a crowd of supporters was placed in handcuffs a tampa bay pastor has been arrested sentenced to a week in she jail she also and tore up a cease and desist letter we have a posterity waiting for us to say we will not comply so you will be free We have a chance to fight without bloodshed. But every time we comply,